Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to another brand new episode of the Bermuda Triangle podcast. I'm your host, Harper Mayfield, and I'm joined, as always, by Max Muth and Jackson Willard. And today, we also have here with us veteran podcaster, Ben Knopper. How are y'all? How is everybody? It's going good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for this. Oh, we're excited to have you. What about, what about y'all, Max, Jackson? What have y'all been up to? Uh, I've been doing pretty good, you know lifting weights, pumping iron, getting mm. in the pool, swimming out. Y- you know how it is. Yeah, I do. I do. As, as does everyone listening, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I just played a bunch of basketball today, played some 2K, played some NHL. You know, I tried to get the Xbox Series X. Didn't really go my way. So uh, we'll wait until Christmas. We'll move on. I have to say, I, it looks like a fridge, but I've heard it runs pretty well. I, it does look kind of weird. It presents the problem of people like I've heard like, because you know how the Xbox One is like ver- is horizontal. Yeah, yeah, right? not having space. So people like fitting it into their like cupboard shelf or like yeah. whatever. You can turn it sideways though, right? I, I think know. I think it's kind of tall. No, I, I know you. Can, I know you can't turn the PS5 sideways without like reconfiguring some stuff. Oh, really? And like Xbox tweeted something, and they were like, "Here's how to turn the Series X sideways," and it was just a video <laughs> of them turning it on its side. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are big Xbox guys, I take it. Uh, I yeah, I am. I'm an Xbox one. I, I think the PS4 is better, but. All my friends play Xbox One, so I have Xbox One. I mean, exactly. each his own. I don't really see a difference between the two. Like, I have a PlayStation at home, and I, I just play, like, the sports games, like MLB and NHL, Jackson. We're going to do that over the break. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all can call cap on me all you want. I've never lost a game of NHL in my life. I'm sorry. I'll call cap I, on that after we play. Yeah, we'll play. We'll that do that over the play. File it away. Do you play with the Ducks? Yes, uh, so yeah, I'm not only winning, I'm winning with a really bad roster. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you're playing, but if you're winning with the Ducks, yeesh. Yeah. Ducks are not very good for those listening. Well, we'll, we'll get there. there. Hey, j- um, draft lottery and expansion draft coming up. Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. So they can just steal more of your players. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always a dilemma. Like the Golden Knights got in what two years ago or whatever. Like, how do you get to the Stanley Cup the first year of the expansion draft? Because you can take like whoever you got pick and choice of whoever you want. Basically. Yeah, do, you think, do you think that's fair? No, I don't. No. I think that there should be. I think that NHL teams should be able to cover more players because i think it's five forwards two defensemen or it's seven, forward, seven seven forwards three defensemen one goalie one goalie That's yeah so there's still a lot of good players out there especially on the teams of death i think i think anton kudobin from the stars is going to get taken because i think they're going to cover ben bishop and yeah. i think he's the best second goalie in the league which presents an issue. How about the yeah, like he he'd just been like a career backup, and then he really yeah. held his own in the playoffs. I thought that was pretty good, but I don't know. I would, I'd have to ask the current sports writer for his thoughts on the expansion draft. Harper Mayfield, for the audience out there, I don't know if y'all bring it up on the show enough, but Harper's <laughs> doing some great work with the Lariat, Baylor's newspaper production, Jackson, a.k.a. the Red Ledger of Baylor. Harper is killing it. Stories, multiple stories a week. So I just wanted to get yeah. his opinion as a sports expert. You know, um, I uh, don't know a whole bunch about hockey as as I myself am a lifelong Seattle Kraken fan. But um, uh, one thing I do know about hockey is that I think we will have an official Bermuda Triangle Fantasy Hockey League. This oh, that sounds year. terrific. And you're, Absolutely. A, a spot is yours if you want it. I, but, this is, on the show right now, accepted. Like, let's do it. Because I don't know. Like, you, you play with some people just, like, don't follow it. Like, I played with some friends one year. None of them followed it, and they all did better than me. And, and that's just kind of, like, the fun of it. Like, they just pick the coolest facial. Yeah, exactly. The, the coolest last name. I'm picking like, cool you know, Like, yeah. I won't lie. I'm picking cool names. If okay, so on the board in the late rounds, I'm taking him because that is such a cool name. Are you looking out for like? Are you looking out for like funny names though? Like the Red Wings have Vladislav Nemestikov right now, and I think that is just a handful. I mean, I am going to do like actual research so I get good players, but in the later rounds, I'm gonna take some names. Like a name without a, a name without a vowel, he's on my team. <laughs> is that possible? Like name. Like, not in English, no. Not in okay. But every now and then you get a translation that. where it's like that shouldn't be possible, but it is. 
say, what was that name you found on LinkedIn the other day? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Benj and I are big LinkedIn users. I don't know how big many LinkedIn. listeners I got him hooked this. on it. He did, he post. did. And now I'm on LinkedIn. I got, I got to be networking, you know? ABC, always be connecting. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm, uh, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm scrolling through like the people you may know. I, mean, I just keep scrolling, you know? Because like, yeah. maybe I find somebody that I actually feel like I know well enough to connect with. Because sometimes like, I know you, but I don't like know you you know yeah, yeah. so uh i come across this guy who works for the waco tribune herald on like their editorial board and his name is forest commander i just and that can't be real i think it's very I, 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 I think we should discuss names for a little bit because do you are y'all familiar with alan high school's quarterback currently general booty uh, i am booty. i am we've yeah. met yes oh gosh. i have an aquatic science class with mr booty <laughs> Mr. It's Mr. General. Mr. General. I wanted to call him Jenny really bad. <laughs> I don't know how that would have gone over. We, I didn't know him like that, but you know. Yeah, but the, the LinkedIn grind, and, and let me tell you, LinkedIn, it's a grind. So, like on LinkedIn, for any of the listeners out here, you know what, Harper, I promise you I wouldn't do this, but you know what, I'm going to plug the LinkedIn yeah, now. Benjamin Hopper, we're Benjamin on some of the more formal things like Facebook or LinkedIn or articles that I like my professional stuff, mm -hmm. Benjamin. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to add me on LinkedIn, I'm actually sitting at 99 connections. Whoa. So the 100th connection, I don't know if you guys want to help me brainstorm some ideas for like a gift for the 100th connection. <laughs> but I've, I feel like the minute I say that, people are going to start like unadding me because they want to be the 100th connection. Oh. So I don't you know. know. I think that I think that I just thought of a gift for you getting a hundred connections. Oh yeah, yeah. And that is a uh, it's a little booklet. I saw. I, I'll make it, I guess. And it shows you how to correctly eat Kit Kats. And I figured I'd just send it we to Baylor. Going there. I think I do think it's necessary. It it's come up before. It came up on the Halloween episode that uh, you eat Kit Kats in the way that you do. But for the listeners that don't yes. remember that. Binge, uh, the way he goes about eating a Kit Kat is not the traditional way, but some may feel is the right way. But <laughs> whoa, who's to say tradition? Like, yeah, I, I it's, it's how they advertise it. They advertise it in a yeah. specific way so that you know that that's what you're supposed to be doing. But you just stick the Kit Kat in your mouth, like yeah, exactly. You don't break it, right? No. Why, why would you? Max. I like Max. We're gonna get, getting along great. I don't, I don't know why Jackson brought that up. I thought it was kind of a cheap shot. So um, I put that on my story the other day and like, oh my gosh, and then I didn't get on my phone for a few hours and then I checked <laughs> and I had like 20 notifications. I was like, well, what's going on? It was like, everyone's like, nope, we're not friends anymore. Nope, nope, nope. And I think I captioned it like an unfortunate personality <laughs> trait of mine. And like, you know, I thought that took some courage. Like I know that's not a popular stance, but you know what? It's my hill to die on. I'm going to eat Kit Kats the way I choose a free country and you know if i'm eating a kit kat i probably need a snack and when i want a snack i want it quickly and it takes time to break kit kats and you know the only reason you should ever break a kit kat is because you're gonna throw it at somebody and you need two things to throw to make sure that you hit <laughs> what that's another this is four there's four on there i hate to say it but right? jackson and harper are losing this argument like i disagree vastly their slogan is like take a break, as in break the Kit Kat into the section. Yeah, but supposed yeah, to break it with your mouth. No, no, you're no. wrong. I, I don't know why it matters. Like just because they market it that way. I mean, I I can do what I want as soon as I buy their product. It's mine, and I can go about it however I choose. I don't know. You guys, you guys have the social page now. I got the follow this morning. Pretty honored. But why don't y'all do a poll? But I think instead of framing it, do you break it or do you just eat it? Frame it this way. Is it acceptable to eat a Kit Kat without I, I, I'm so confident that we are right that I will do I will frame this question for Please, you. Tag me so I can repost it. Oh, we will. Okay. Yeah. We'll tag everyone so we can all repost it. When this episode yes. releases, this poll will also release. So y'all y'all may have voted on the poll by the time you listen to this episode. And <laughs> Yeah. Just, and the truth will come out. The truth will come out. I am confident in that. Stop the counts. Stop the counts. Benji's going to like vote the first one, and it's going to say 100%. He's going to be like, stop the counts. You know, you know who's going to do that? It's going to be a real Lojo Trump. 
I, dude, I swear, I was convinced it was you my entire junior year. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, it's, I was like, when I first started following it, I was like, who would this be? And then I was like, it's Benji. That's who yeah, it is. It was, it's, it's Benji. It's got to be. Fun. And, you know, I should have passed it down to someone. And I think this is the first time it's actually been publicized on open air that it was, in fact, me. And then I also had a Leopard Battle Cry, the satire news articles. Yeah, Lovejoy. Those were very fun. But it it was a lot more fun my junior year when there was more stuff to complain about, right? Because like, I feel like our senior year, or I'm for you, Jackson, last year, your junior year. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. The culture change, new superintendent, like Dr. G. They, they turned it around. Like they made Lovejoy cool. They made it. Dr. Cool. G. So I didn't have as much content. That's kind of why I, I started to trail off on my content, just because like they made a better culture and there was less to complain about. But here's just, the issue with Lovejoy right now. Right. As a senior, I just even this is like the main reason I quit my job. For those who don't know, I did just quit my job, actually, oh, because cool. I worked Tuesdays, Fridays and Saturdays. But volleyball games are Tuesday. Football games are Friday. Mm-hmm. And we're undefeated in both of those sports. Like our our sports teams are good now. This yeah. hasn't like volleyball. We've we've been good at. But football, we brought in these new coaches. We want we, Alan. We want Alan. We want them. In volleyball, I'm sure you do. I'm sure <laughs> you do. <laughs> in volleyball, also, for those listening, uh, Lovejoy is the number one high school in the nation right now in volleyball across all divisions. Throw up those That's... double L's. Oh, yeah. Soul, baby. Yeah. What they well, say I, now. I think that's a pretty interesting talking point, guys. The whole Lovejoy Allen dichotomy. Let's let's so, dive into it a little bit. So okay, so one Allen sucks. Yeah, is it like <laughs> when people in college ask you where you're from? I always say Dallas. Like yes, as we walk. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like a flow chart, and if they they happen to be from the Metroplex or whatever, then you say Allen, and then they usually think, oh. Allen High School, yes, big football stadium. Thing. You went to a big school, and then I'm like, nope, and it's not that. It's Lovejoy, like Allen. The small one next brother, to it. Almost to some extent, but yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, what do you guys think? Lovejoy, Allen, like, should I take that leopard pride and tell people, like, I went to Lovejoy, like, I'm from Lucas, and explain what it is because people probably don't know? Like, how should I go about answering that question? I, I think it depends on, like, will they care? That's how I always That's do it. Like, also, what part of the Metroplex were they from? Because if they say Frisco, they're gonna know you're from what, what they're gonna know what Lovejoy is. Yeah. Right. But if they're like, if they're like, I'm from Bishop Dunn or something like that. Yeah. Even like, we'll even no like, clue. even like, if they're from Dallas, I found that a lot of people in Dallas besides Highland Park don't know what Lovejoy is. And that's a shame. They really should. Yeah, I think so too. They're so close, and they like play us in sports and lose. Because yeah. Dallas teams are not that good. So we want Allen. I, th- I think actually last year in the fall, winter, or it might have been fall, winter, JV baseball scrimmage, we actually beat Allen. So just another, just a little I'm, bit more fuel to add to the fire. You know, like, our, our, the, Allen baseball has always been interesting to me because as many people as we have, I think our baseball team should be incredible. Yeah. It never really is. Here's, here's yeah. what, oh, that, that reminds me. Should be so good. All yeah. of our sports should never yeah. lose a game. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But one thing that I think a lot of the listeners may not, uh, may not be aware of is that uh, Lovejoy used to be a part of the Allen ISD school system. This is true. And it was all the people that would attend Lovejoy High School would attend Allen High School. And if that was the case, that's some pretty serious sports teams right now. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Our sports teams would be goaded. That would, that would be something. That would be an unfair. But that brings me to my point. I've thought of this for years. I've stuck with this hypothesis. Oh, boy. The reason that Allen doesn't have multiple high schools is to keep their football team good. Yes. So that, they can, so that they can have the pick and choice from all of these Allen neighborhoods of each football player, right? Because they can't, like, like the number two Allen player on the Allen football team besides the, like, Green Brothers right now is in, like, almost, it's in, he's in Lovejoy. He's in the same neighborhood as Lovejoy people, but it's split. And then, like, the number ones are in you know, West Allen. So it's, like, it's just this huge covered ground that they can't split because they would split up the dynasty, essentially, and yeah. then they would not be Their the reasoning for it is always, like, oh, we don't want to create, like, crosstown animosity or whatever, because it would be an east-west thing. That's how it would yeah. happen. But, um, no, it's so that – and because – 
the west side would have a lot of the a lot of the that's 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 where families have been have moved in more recently there's just more space over there that's how that works but uh but yeah it's so the sports teams aren't bad i mean i mean where would you have gone if it was east west harper I would have gone uh, to a hypothetical West Allen. I would have gone uh, there. But I will also say that schools with a direction in their name, automatically inferior. Yeah, automatically. I agree. You have, I, you have I, a direction in your name, uh-uh. You're, whatever, like, however many other schools there are in your, in your district, automatically better. The, I, I, think, I think that if – like, I like what Prosper did, like Prosper Rock Hill. Like, that's cool. That's an interesting point. Or, like, the Frisco schools are all, like, real names. They're not, like – yeah, Frisco Memorial, Liberty, Independence, etc. Prosper like give their students an option to stay at Prosper. Yeah, they like, did. Yeah, they did. And what's funny is, what's funny is, it's interesting because everyone who went to Rock Hill was people who in sports like just didn't get playing time. So now all of the Rock Hill sports are basically just JV Prosper. And they aren't good at anything. Unless it's an individual like type sport, like tennis or swimming, to where they see five okay. I can go beat up on some chunks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what Ethan Hogan did. Basically, I believe the entire Prosper tennis team went to Rock Hill. They all decided as a group that that's where they would go. Yeah, I but think like, but like their football team, we played them in football and we won like sixty-three to nine. Like they were, it was just atrocious. So even for like that was that decision for current students only, or like if you were to move in hypothetically, do you still get to make that decision? Or? No, I think you'd have to go wherever you're zoned. I think it was just for students that had been at Prosper that's High cool. School. Okay. I think I think that's a good way to go about. I it. agree. They're set to build a third one too. They've got they the spot actually? picked out. Yeah. Really? Are they going to try and knock actual Prosper High School back down to five A? I I would assume that's the goal is to bring them back. Yeah, down. Wow, see, they're because they're really if they give them the option again. All the good athletes would stay at Prosper, and they would be five A, which would kind of be ridiculous. Because I don't. Then, I, if if you have three, then I don't think it becomes an option. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just that's something that's really new. It's like it's like then we have three. It's like okay, y'all could have picked before this time. You can't pick. Yeah, I, I think that makes and especially because that would be several years from now anyway. So I mean, they might have gone through a low period in sports at that point anyway. But yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, good. Always good to talk about the alma mater. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jackson, I heard you were actually going to pay us a visit here at Baylor, and then oh yeah, fell through. I fell through a little bit. I got I got pretty busy. I was actually, I think it was today. I was supposed to leave for Connecticut. I was going to go visit the Joneses up in Yale, but Yale, um, as we know, is a pretty as everyone listening knows, pretty yeah. dumb school. Yale okay. University, enemy of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yale University, state in the state of Connecticut, enemy of the podcast. Um, they aren't that smart, you know. We kind of know this. They have a little low IQ, so they didn't handle COVID well at all. In fact, worse than Baylor or Texas A and M. Really well. Baylor's done a great job. Yeah, Yale has not. They failed. They all have COVID. Everyone around Connecticut has it. Like that state is shut down right now. You know, Their airports. Their airports have like stopped flights. Like my uh, my two of my original flights got stopped and rescheduled. Like they just they just don't know what they're doing up there. You know, it's funny when I was up in Massachusetts, the like the news there was basically just pointing fingers at Connecticut, and Connecticut's news was just po- basically pointing fingers back at Massachusetts. Like it's your problem. No, it's your problem. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. All right, we're gonna kick each other out of our states. Okay, fine. <laughs> interesting times for sure so can you explain to me like what the Yale hate is because I'll, I'll join I mean I didn't get in I apply I, I didn't get in so like if that's more fuel to your fire I don't know but like uh, it's, it's absolutely more fuel to our fire yeah so my personal vendetta against Yale begins in my sophomore year of high school when we had a college night thing at Allen and I you know I'm going around talking to schools and there's a rep from Yale there and I was like oh you know they're not really on my radar but that's a great school so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to them and uh, I go to talk to this guy and he was so like aloof and he was just like, you know, I don't think your schedule right now is challenging enough for what we see from Yale students. <laughs> Basically, it was just like straight up, you're not good enough for Yale. Yeah. And like he didn't know anything about my schedule. Like he didn't have it. to. He just told me that. And I was like, how would you know? But um, <laughs> anyway, like so then he was like, I, you know, I don't think Yale is a fit for you. And I was like, all right, bud, you know, whatever. And then my senior year 
they send me an email and I see an email from Yale. I'm like, oh, what's that? I click on it and it said, hey, we'd like you to apply to be a member of our class of 2024. And I was like, well, look who's here. Yeah. <laughs> and so I sent them an email. I sent an email to like their director of admissions. And I was like, look, I really appreciate y'all's interest. But because of this scenario and the way that y'all represented your school, I cannot be interested. Wow. And they were like, thank you for saying, like, I don't remember the guy's name, but I don't, I don't think he was a real rep. I think he was like an alum that lived in the area. Okay. And I always hate that. Cause it's like, you like, you don't, what do you You're know? You're washed up. You're yeah. washed up. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you at a high school fair? Why are you at a high school asserting your dominance over 17, 16, 17 year olds? Like what, what do you want? Yeah. He's like, for all he knows, I'm the smartest person on the planet. And he just told me Yale, like, I wasn't good enough for Yale. I'm not. I, and I don't claim to be. But I could have been. You could have been. Who's to say? Who's to say, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, anti-Yale podcast right here. My, my beef with Yale extends to the fact that, um, so there was this quite, there was this swimming family named the Joneses, and they were very good. Yeah, and right. we would have the youngest brother right now, Chaz, on the Love True Swim team. And we would be effectively much better. And he would complete the fourth piece that we need. And we would probably. We it would be we, close with that one. It would be close with that one. Yeah. It, it would be. Oh, it, it would be oh. closer. Luca, Alex. Yeah, it would be closer. I think I honestly. It's, it's think Luca, Alex, Micaiah, Zach right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be really close. Because Micaiah, freestyle. Uh, because I, he's, he's good. He's good at swimming. He's really good at swimming. I mean, he really gets held off really easily by me. I've got, I've got his number. I mean, I've got his number, but. Yeah. Makaya's really good at backstroke. His freestyle requires him to actually do club, and he doesn't, so. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of me holding off Makaya, um, I think that – so we have Tiska next That was – wow, nice segue. <laughs> we have Tiska next week. Yes, Tiska, for those people that don't know, is – a meet held by the Texas Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association, hence the acronym TISCA, T-I-S-D-A. Yeah, and it's a meet. At, are y'all doing it at Mansfield again this year? We're doing it, so it's virtual. So it's at Lovejoy, and uh, everyone submits their times. I and guess, guess who's swimming there? Alan Jesuit Lovejoy. Yeah. It's just a tri-meet all over see, again. See, see, see. Is Ursuline coming too? I doubt it. No. I don't think so. Uh, it's, but also, we're not tapering or resting anything at all like normal we're not suiting so it's literally a it's a try that's what math thinks that's we're, what math thinks i'm shaving i'm suiting everything to drop you know those big virtual times at the tisco i would just say hey just put in a, like yeah so for the listeners that don't understand the concept of a virtual swim meet so what it is is that several teams like in this situation or a team will swim at their home pool and time it in a manner that is considered official with uh finishing pads like the pads that you touch at the end to solidify your time and real hand times and stuff like that as well and uh once all those times are tabulated and all that they send them in and all the teams that are in the meet compare times and somebody wins by doing that but um be a very interesting situation there but the pool that tiska is normally held at has horrible air quality just so bad so bad so it's good for y'all that y'all don't have to go there because that pool is Oh, awful. guess where sectionals is this year? Or gonna be? Where is it Maybe. Mansfield? It's Mansfield. Oh! <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're thinking of making sectionals at Mansfield. Such That's a downgrade from A&M. Like, A&M I know most of y'all on this podcast don't like A&M for, you know, your own personal reasons or, you know, like, okay with it. But the A&M pool, pool is, very is nice. so that nice. About, about for, pool is very nice. Benji, to give you some to give you some background, last year at 6A, the air quality or at Tiska, the air quality was off atrocious. It was terrible, yeah. and for to the point where I got a pulmonary infection and I couldn't swim. Oh my! After. I, I thought you were lying about that too, so that you didn't have to go to practice. I really thought you were, because it's certainly something yeah. you do. Like for the first time in my life, I think that may have been the only like in besides the broken pinky in the locker room. Like I actually did break my pinky in the locker room, and there I had a doctor's note for that too, and I had a doctor's note for this. But those are the only two instances where I was not lying about missing swim. I even talked. <laughs> I even talked to our coach about that. When he was like, yeah, Jackson's got a pulmonary infection. I'm like, he's lying. And he was like, yeah, I think so, too. Man. I wasn't even – like, he, what's funny is Matt, like, bought some of the – like, he bought – not 
crappy excuses because they were crappy excuses. But he bought into a, a, a lot of excuses. And then that one real one where I actually had to miss three weeks, he didn't believe me. I'm like, dude, I have doctor's notes. Like, this is literally them saying he has a pulmonary infection. He cannot come. <laughs> yeah, air quality usually never gets to me. But I was coughing at that meet, which is pretty it's, bad it for me. so bad. They, they opened the door behind the pool so that swimmers who were about to swim could go get fresh air. And this is in November. So you were, you'd have so, to go outside and freeze. Yeah, and people did that. Yeah, basically, I think, we just, I think we just contact traced patient zero. <laughs> I think that's where it yeah, started. Yeah, people think it was China. It wasn't. It was Mansfield, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Must be something in the water. Whoa. Ah, oh, whoa. Yeah. There you go. It's one point for me. Oh, my. Yeah, I. I'll tell you, like, I saw something absolutely insane today. And, you know, I'm not a big coffee drinker, so I don't know exactly how all of this works. But this girl in one of my classes, she sits down, uh, uh, puts her Starbucks drink on the table, as people are wont to do. And I look over at it. It's got, you know, the, like the label on it has, like, what kind of drink. But also on those Starbucks labels, it has the time at which the drink was ordered. And she had ordered hers at 9.37 and 51 seconds. And I thought that was interesting because it was now 2 p.m. And I, I, don't, I don't know, because I don't really drink coffee, but uh, I'm under the impression that it doesn't stay warm that entire time. And Not what, if it's in the styrofoam cup, it doesn't. Exactly. Not if it, yeah, if it's in a Yeti, it will. No, it's, a, it's a, in the Starbucks cup, you know, with the Christmas decorations on it and all that. The red like, cup? Yeah, the holiday cup. It might just be for uh, clout. At that point, did you ever see her actually drink it? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was a well. I don't. If it were a cold drink, it'd be like a clear cup. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, it was maybe she just microwaved it right before. Maybe. I don't know. But it had had the day's date on it, so it was. It had been ordered today, which uh, time is it's uh, the twelfth, uh, November twelfth, right? Yeah. 11, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. One of those. I, I know what day it is, but um, but yeah, I was. Like, and I remember people doing that in high school too. They would get a drink and they would walk around with like the last little bit of the drink in the bottom of the cup. And I was like, I get it. You, you left campus and purchased something for yourself. It, okay. It's not cool. Yeah, like it's, whatever. It's cool if you go to Lovejoy and you didn't get off campus lunch. <laughs> yeah, at the point, Harper just seems to be, he's really developed this, um, what do you call it? Your sixth sense or whatever. Um, he's really becoming a curious man. And I think a lot of that <laughs> is because of this journalism course that we're ah, yes. And I know I already touched on his work with the Lariat, but we've had a really inspiring professor this year and he's kind of caused us to change the way we think. <laughs> and he's so inspiring that here we actually have oh, our yeah. mirror. It's just full of some of his quotes. And um, I know Jackson and Willard, Jackson Willard was one of my first journalism colleagues back in 2017. Back in the day, yes. yeah. So um, nice to make that connection. You know, we all have that little... <laughs> special connection to journalism here on Bermuda Triangle. Oh, we do. We do. I've actually, I've actually been actively recruited to come back by the sports editor. Oh, I saw oh, that. Katie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Katie is actively trying to get me to come back and write, but I don't really want to. So I don't. That was one of my biggest shortcomings as sports editor is never getting you back, Jackson. I know. See, the, the problem is, is that I'm, I won't name names here, but there wasn't a, a specific advisor who I think just kind of burned me out on it a little bit. That's just fair. It, it got it got a little boring, if you will. Mm -hmm. It, it yeah. a lot, and you know, I think for me, it was the people that brought me back year after year. Yeah, the, the people, the people brought me. The people like made it hard. They made the decision hard, but ultimately, like, just. It was a lot of, it was a time commitment. Like you really had to be. It really was a time commitment. And with Metro, it got really difficult because that, that was, I quit right before I really dove into Metro. Believe it or not, I did. At one point, I did actually dive into Metro. I did actually go to every practice, believe it or not, guys. But. Um, and you weren't, you weren't bad. You could have kept doing it, but I understand why you didn't. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Five regionals was uh, that I could see Thanks, how that, that would be very disappointing to me. Very disappointing. What? Going double O and getting eighth or whatever sixth. Oh yeah. Oh, that was that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. That's faster than six A. Just saying. Yeah. So five A is better. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but on that note.
Um, uh, before we head to the break, do y'all have anything for the listen? We got a little bit of time, then we'll 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 be right back. Don't worry. But uh, I got one thing. Y'all didn't mention anything about how Harper and I were kind of matching. Oh, oh yes, actually, we're both wearing gray, and we both have glasses on. The blue, and not just cine glasses. Not just cine glasses, but we'll tell you a little bit more about these glasses after this short break. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to the rest of this episode of the Bermuda Triangle podcast. And like I said before the break, we're going to tell you a little bit about the glasses that Benj and I have on. You can't see them, but we've got them on. We can see you, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we can. And we're, all, we're, we're everywhere. Eyes and ears everywhere. Yeah. So. And our eyes are protected by these glasses, these blue light glasses, which have been like, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed using them i mean i'm I and, and to, be, well. to be fair i completely copied <laughs> harper on this like i saw him one day and i was like those glasses kind of pop off mm-hmm, pop mm-hmm. off that's kind of like the term yeah, we yeah, say yeah, around yeah. here yeah, yeah, and I, I think the blue light trend is really starting to develop and you know think about your screen time mm-hmm. a lot of stuff virtual now and uh you know i'm legally blind already <laughs> without glasses so i gotta protect what's left of my vision and uh not to mention a little bit of style points too, mm-hmm. but I'm a little mm-hmm. biased in saying so. One drawback, I think this is true of any glasses, when you have the mask on, they fog you're, gonna, you're gonna get foggy or if you're they drinking coffee. I don't know. But I, I would highly recommend if you want, we you know we can send a link ten or twelve dollars on Amazon. Something like that, not too bad. Great value. Bad. That's just like one less meal at Chick-fil-A or something if mm-hmm. you if you need to order them. Do you ever think about stuff like that? Like I do one less I do. meal. Yeah. Especially like speaking uh, of meals at Chick-fil-A, I, I have to bring this up because I'm, I'm, this, this is my proudest. This is one of my proudest honors, honestly, is my, my coins count at Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. What, what are you at? 18,166. I'm at like 1,500 and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. So I've got, I've got, uh, so there's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, red. And it's about how many points you earn and you can earn for the following year. So I have red status. Uh, I have Chick-fil-A red status until October 16th, 2022 is the amount of points that I've earned. So I'm good through right now and through the, the first What are the year. benefits of that? Like, what does that mean? So um, I can, I get more rewards like you know how you can get like those random free rewards that come up yeah. every once in a while. So I get I get more. Um, I can it's like redeem. putting enchantments on your fishing rod in Minecraft. Exactly. <laughs> you just get it more often. Perfect comparison. Yeah, and honestly, I don't use up my points because I'm saving them for like honestly, I'm saving them for when I'm like out of meal points at college or whatever, and I want Chick Fil A. So I'm, th- I'm I'm trying to think ahead. Yeah, begin with the end in mind. Remember those seven habits they had us do in middle seven. school? Yeah. Sharpen the saw. Be proactive. Think win-win. Yes. Begin with the end in mind. Oh, sometimes I just think about that. Like, I do too. I, I won't lie. I think I thought about it like a month ago at some point. I'm not going like, to lie. haven't thought about that since middle school. That yeah, was that was a trip here and that. Middle school, you thought about it. If you had – who even was our friend's school? Like, windy crap or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, quite a time. We always had that crest on the middle of the rotunda. I don't know if y'all had like swim banquets there or whatever, but you could not step on the crest. And the crest is huge and it took up the whole thing. I remember and, hearing about this. Yeah. Too, and yeah. like my baseball banquets when I was in high school, like every year, I never got old. I'd always take a picture standing on the crest. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm going to jail Thursday night school. I don't know, but I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting point. So I'm just going to talk about this real quick because I just finished my Enneagram test. Enneagram. Enneagram, yes. So they asked me actually, before I get into what I was, they asked me about how I, when I buy my gifts and my answer was Black Friday. And listen, I have a very high regard for Black Friday as Cyber Monday as well as okay, but I have a high regard for Black Friday. I want to know y'all's thoughts. Black Friday. Any, Any any strong opinions? Black Friday is an, an interesting holiday to me because one, is it a holiday or is it an event? And I think that's, a, there's like, there's a line there, but also like, why is it Black Friday? Like, I don't think it's a race thing and I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to make this like, but I just think of all the, 
I'm sure there's a reason. And you I'm want like, it to be White Friday? Is that what this is? <laughs> <our first? laughs> I'd call it Red Friday because you could think about it in terms of Christmas coming up, but also mm-hmm. like your funds are going in the red because you're spending. Also, How also that- clearance sale. And those colors are usually red. To yeah. Me. Uh, yeah. Like I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think it would just be like, I, it's Black Friday because like doors open at like four in the morning or something. Oh, it's dark outside. So you go in really early. Oh, it's dark okay. outside. That's it. That's how I always thought of it. I mean, I do all of my Black Friday shopping online because usually I just like primarily. So I, I grew pretty fast during high school. I've grown yeah, eight did. inches. I've grown eight inches since freshman year. Uh, so each year I would need new clothes. And so my mom would just be like, buy new clothes on Black Friday because they're ridiculously cheap. So each year I just buy like clothes that I need online, but I've never actually gone in person, like buying, looking for TVs and crazy deals like that. I've just kind of been. You know, buying some jeans. Yeah, yeah I, I'm always like afraid to go like a Walmart or something like that because I feel yeah. like I'm gonna get trampled. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the Baylor line. Yeah, I mean that, that that's why I've been lifting weights lately. You know, gotta get <laughs> ready for Black Friday. Friday. That's yeah. not, not for sports or anything, just for Black Friday. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Black Friday is like I've never been in person. I have family that like they would go in person, but like to like WalMarts and stuff like that. People are in like less populated areas, so they don't have to worry as much about like huge crowds or anything like that. But I just yeah, man. And it, like I feel like it, it gets earlier and earlier every year. Even though like like it's sometimes it starts on Thursday now. Yeah. Like, that's not. It, it's called Black Friday because it's on Friday. Yeah. On Thursday. I don't like. I don't like when it's on Thursday. I'm like Thursday's Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay? Like, yeah. It's a day for food. Also, Thanksgiving food while while we're while we're here, Whoa. not good. Whoa, turkey is overrated. Turkey, yeah, and turkey is the main deal, and it's always maybe this is just the way that my extended family prepares it. Always pretty dry. I always need to like drown. That, my family does. Gravy. My family does ham. So At, <laughs> like, like my I, family has like this brown sugar ham that is so good. So like I'm not complaining because we just don't do turkey. Yeah. The turkey, it's always a little too dry for me. And, like, I always, like, I like having mac and cheese. I like mashed potatoes. But turkey's always the centerpiece. And, like, I, man. Okay. Like, when I'm an adult and I have, I mean, I'm technically an adult now. But you know what I mean. Like, a real. Yeah, an adult adult, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I have kids and stuff. I'm going to tell them that the pilgrims ate br- brisket and barbecue on Thanksgiving. And that's what we're going to have. <laughs> and they had hamburgers. You got a problem with it? Because <laughs> we don't know. I mean, that's what they say, but... Let's talk about raising canes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the pilgrims and the Native Americans shared some raising canes. <laughs> together. I know we're short on time, but anytime I hear raising canes, I have to bring up this point. I don't know if y'all have some... Usually, like, if I'm bringing this up at a table, everyone gets annoyed, but I get a napkin out, and I always carry a pin on me now. And so, get this. Okay, so you go to canes. Anyone with a modicum of common sense will sub the slaw for extra toast, yes. maybe extra fries if that's your thing. That's fair. Whatever. Okay. Is it? But yes. <laughs> yes. If you if you want, you could also sub the slaw, the coleslaw, mm-hmm. for extra cane sauce. Mm-hmm. And cane sauce is okay. Don't get me wrong. Like, I typically eat it without it, and I know most people like the cane sauce. Yeah. But I would like to, and I say this every time, and they never let me do it, I would like to sub the coleslaw, I'd like to sub the cane sauce for a coleslaw and turn that coleslaw into another toast. <laughs> so in total, we're talking three pieces of toast. And every time I say it, they're like, why? Or, or they're, no, they're like, it's gonna be $2 more. I'm like, why? Have you ever heard of the transitive property? Yes, the transitive a property. Equal, if A equals B and B equals C, A equals C. Yes. So if one cane sauce equals one coleslaw, one coleslaw <laughs> equals one toast, and one cane sauce. Why is one cane sauce not equal to one, or one toast? You know, that's that's a I, phenomenal question. I don't. And know. I think our finest mathematicians are still baffled by it to this day. Yeah. I, I, I when I went to college, I was expecting to have answers <laughs> to like these real world conflicts. And you know, I, I love it here. I love Baylor, but I just no matter what classes I take, I just I've never found the answer. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is that me just being petty, or do you, do you kind of? No, no. You, you, what you're saying makes complete it's sense to me. Really, I think you. I think you're just 
you've gone a little further than than they thought. Like you're yeah, you're ahead of the curve. I, 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 th- I think you found a money glitch. I, I think I think you need to tap in. Yeah. Is so where should I? Where should yeah. I go to corporate or like I've called different canes in the areas to see if it's just a local thing. And they're like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, math, bro. Have you really? Okay, this is so <laughs> I in depth. I, I don't know that at all. So do I need to take it to corporate? Like. Mr. Kane. Sports. I think you need to take it to the court. <laughs> Hello? Is, it, yeah. is this Mr. Kane? <laughs> is it actually the dog? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the dog would let you. He doesn't really care about the finances. Oh, Mr. Kane was my father. You can call me Raising. <laughs> oh, man. It all comes back to the names, doesn't it? It, it sure does. Man, like, have y'all ever seen like the all-name teams that they'll do for like yes. basketball seasons and stuff like that? Oh, so great. So funny. Kahoot names. That's always fun. Oh. So, like when Lovejoy did the pep rally one on the screen, they they made everyone so mad because they assigned you a name. It'd be like Purple Penguin, and I'm like, yeah. oh, are you kidding me? Disgusting. Like, let us have some freedom. Like, yeah, come on. that's really. Like, you don't do a Kahoot yeah. pep and rally. I had all the answers ahead of time, and I won because <laughs> I, I knew some, I knew one of the MCs, and they yeah. sent it to me. And so I like I want a box of donuts or something, but I don't know. I'm a big advocate for individual freedom, and I think that should most certainly apply to Kahoot. Man, I think you should get points for having a creative name. Like, if nobody's ever seen it before, give them some points for that. Man, earlier this year, in a trivia Kahoot, I was robbed, and I am still mad about it. This was when uh, the Martin Hall at Baylor experienced their (laughs) four-day lockdown. They had a trivia night one night because, you know, everybody's in the dorm. Like, nobody's going anywhere. Might as well, right? And so you could log on to Kahoot, and it was like – 48 questions or no it was 50 50 to 50 total questions right and um various different categories and like not categories that you knew ahead of time so you couldn't study or anything like that but you know some of them were just like general knowledge or whatever and some of them were like geography but then as you got they got more and more obscure as you went one of them was superhero alter egos which like i'm a huge like superhero nerd and stuff like that so i knew all of those but then one of them was beyonce which you might have been right up your alley with those, those uh, early two thousands hits. Times. Oh, but we'll um, plug that later. Yeah. But so, I'm playing this trivia match, and I missed one towards the beginning, and so I was down a little bit. But I slowly worked my way back up to first, and I held first for a long time with only with that with only that one miss. And we get to the last question, and somebody's like a thousand points behind me, which sounds like a lot, but in most games of Kahoot trivia, that's about a question. Especially if you have like a like an answer streak or whatever, and you get like the bonus points. Within for that. striking missing. Yeah, it's like uh, half a second swimming. I don't know anything about swimming. No, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so I got that last, but they like I had answered two more questions right than they had, and I got that one wrong, and they got that one right, or no? Yeah, I, I had answered one more question right than they had, and I got that one wrong, and they got that one right. So we ended up answering the same number correctly. But they technically won, and it was two of them, and it was one of me, and because like, you could play with your roommate, but at the time Benj wasn't here, so I could like, I couldn't uh, phone a friend or anything like that without them thinking Our I was cheating. always want to call away. I, I, I know, I know, but I didn't want them to think that I was um, pulling one over on them. Yeah. But I feel like I was robbed, and like the prize was like a bowling party for you and your friends at the at what? the student union building, which like is good. But I didn't really care about the prize. I wanted to win. Yeah. Like, the win is the prize for me. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, you, can you really put a price tag on the personal satisfaction of the game? No, I you cannot. <laughs> but before we go, I just got to say, if anyone... The bully party at the student union building. According to the White Sox, you, you very much can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, but Beyonce, man, I could have I could have helped you with that. Grand I got all the Beyonce ones right. Grand Cherokee Times is my Spotify playlist. We could go on for hours about Spotify <laughs> versus Apple Music. Spotify but better. beside the point, if you're on Spotify, Grand Cherokee Times is a playlist of throwback hits. There are about 140 is. or so songs. Uh, we got Pitbull, Jordan Sparks, <laughs> Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper. Uh, the list goes on and on. Taylor Swift. Hot Shower by Chance the Rapper. His number one hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't. I love Chance. That is a terrible album. We, we have not gotten many. Hot <laughs> yeah. Martin Hall. Okay. Is Chance the Rapper? Was he a one album wonder? Two of those. I said 
Acid Rap and uh, Acid Rap Coloring Book and Ten Day are all really good. Okay, I didn't really get into Acid Rap, but I loved Coloring Book. And then Coloring, book, yes. Coloring book might be my favorite album of all time. It's it's up there for me for so, sure. It's it's so good, but um. And like Acid Rap and Ten Day aren't technically albums. I don't think. I think they're classified as mixtapes, which to me, like whatever. It's. I think Coloring Book was also a mixtape. Oh, I think technically, yeah, but I, but yeah. like, but he released it. He he re-released it as an album, though. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. still I still count Ten Day and Acid Rap as, um, as albums. But Acid Rap is really good. But it's called that because he's on a bunch of drugs while he made it. <laughs> I think we should be listening to that on our Christian campus. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, certainly not. But off the, he's off them now, and that's a big part of his story. I'm sure he talk, talks about it a lot, and his wife. Like, have y'all seen that video where it's like, it's his uh, XXL freshman freestyle and they've just dubbed over it with that guy doing the, oh, I love my wife. (laughs) 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 My wife's real young, my wife's real small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Ah! (laughs) 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 Ah! (laughs) Man, like, his ad-libs, though, I really do enjoy those. Ad-libs, like, okay. I think I could be an ad lib guy, like for like a rapper. Like I don't know who does the. I mean, I, I know a lot of people do their own, but some people very clearly do not do their own. And like somebody's got to be the guy that does them. I. It's I, lit. <laughs> you yeah. can do the Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah. Just lean into an auto tune mic. And, <laughs> oh goodness. I mean, there's even like every night you hear like what's sort of an ad lib in like a worship song or something like that. Like there's a song that. Uh, you're at church every now and then and uh at the beginning at the beginning of the live version of the record of this recorded song uh they're talking about the whole thing is like uh he makes dry bones rattle or whatever and at one point one of the singers just goes when you said dry bones i was thinking mario kart like dry bones yeah always dry bones on mario kart he's got nice acceleration mario kart is about acceleration not speed unless you're playing on rainbow road and then you just want the heaviest part you can get so that you get the jump yeah yeah okay are the carts in mario kart actually different like in like the general mario kart that i think everybody remembers yeah are they actually different there's a huge difference between them yeah really it depends on your character so there's like three different arsenals that you mm-hmm. can choose from and it depends on how heavy your character is. so if you had like a wario or a bowser you're getting big cars that are like push mm-hmm. people off the road but they're gonna be slow and then you can do like an intermediate like Mario or Luigi, and then you can do the lightweight ones, which I do because they're fast, like Dry Bones or Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Always saying- Baby Mario. Baby Mario. Oh, he's yeah. A- he always just kind of has a knack for getting third place and getting in your way. One thing. One thing about uh, Mario is that technically they're the Mario Brothers, right? Okay. So is his name Mario Mario? Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that's just. Well, well, the guy that made Mario is Japanese, right? And uh, not to weed yeah. out or anything, but like they do last name, first name when they say it. So, okay. like, maybe that was a mistake. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. That's very possible. Because, like, Donkey Kong, to them, they thought it meant like stupid ape or something like that. And they, when they presented it to America, they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why did you name this animal after another animal? <laughs> but it stuck, and they didn't. They decided not to change it. Donkey Kong. I. It has never occurred to me that his name was like Donkey, like the other animal. I don't know why, but that just hit me. Like, no, you just don't really think about that. You, you just, don't. It's just yeah. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Wow. Epiphany. You learn, you always learn it on this podcast. Oh and my gosh. Actually, there's like a whole like Donkey Kong family. I never played any of the Donkey Kong individual. Yeah, Diddy Kong? But no, there's like, a, there's this like enormous family tree, like of like the Kong family or whatever. And it's the lore. Going deep into yeah, the, the lore. lore. <laughs> the, the Donkey Kong extended universe lore. <laughs> well, I heard you are going to get to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe here in a few weeks. And I was, I was given specific orders. Don't spoil it. Because a future guest will be talking about that. Yes, yes. But I, stay I, tuned. Talk about it a little bit. Yeah. But stay yeah. tuned for the Marvel episode. Yes, we will have a Marvel gotcha. episode at some point. Well, yeah, I I'll have to 
be sure to tune into that one and I'll, I'll be in the dorms just like <laughs> contributing i'll be like whispering things in your ear like is captain america factoids i've been an alternative universe like, i i would i have to think that he is but that's beside the point <laughs> we were going to talk about the enneagram and we got into it very briefly before we dove right down the black friday rabbit hole so jackson what were the results yes. that so my primary type is eight. Oh, very close very close oh that's okay. my secondary nice. okay my secondary was uh let's see three i was okay. a so well, you have to pick the one that's adjacent to yeah it. so it's the closest adjacent one is your secondary one okay wait hold on so eight seven so close i yeah i can i can see so that. eight is described as challenger. the challenger oh boy jackson eight see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in i'll take that and then seven is the enthusiast they want to have as much fun as possible and are easily bored Sounds like Jackson Willard. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always a good conversation starter. You know, like, it, it's, you can't cookie cut people into nine types, but most people here, at least at Baylor, are familiar with it. Mm -hmm. Like, my problems with it are, is, like, it doesn't talk about how you deal with stress or, like, yeah. overcome challenges, which I think is a huge part of, like, someone's character. But, I mean, it's somewhat accurate, and I think for that alone is just interesting to talk about big three big three guy here as am i as yeah. am i i am a three and my secondary type is a two but Likewise. not 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 nearly as heavy as the three is interesting interesting yeah, yeah i am a five primary and i i'm pretty sure an eight secondary but Wait, when you guys I, started talking about the adjacent stuff i i don't know no. Okay. Have y'all done the Have y'all done the personality types that are like ENFJ? Oh, yes. No, don't get me started on Myers. I have. Hold on. Briggs. Hold on. Oh no. Myers Briggs. Yeah. Let me, let me pull up my, what mine is. I. I'm not a. I'm not a fan. Myers Briggs personality. Yeah. Um, I've done that. I I need to. Uh, I think I'm a. I don't even know what I am. Yeah. I am the uh, ENFJ. The campaigner is what it's called. Uh, there's two letter combinations that that could be. I don't remember what all the Speaking things stand for. Speaking of campaigns, you Harper is the campaign manager of ah, yes. for Lucas City Mayor in 2021. Yes. So oh? yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Give me, give me a vote. Uh, I'll, I'll vote for you. Still trying to figure out what my policies are. Somehow that let's Lucas, just all have a good that, time. That, That's that the policy. And, <laughs> that thing in Lucas, like they had this, they were gonna invest a lot in the internet or something i don't even really understand the policy basically there was this like vote out there where you could vote for like better internet i don't know how they were going to get it people struck it down they didn't want better internet i'm like come on i like, think that's those people that are like 5g is going to give us all 5g is giving us covid <laughs> yeah I, I just don't know how you justify I, I think i think they're going to use taxes okay. to like build better towers which that's how taxes work yeah, but like Thank I think that that's people a public are, I service. I what take I, what that. I think, what I'm guessing is people were like, "I'm fine with the service speed that we have now, and I'd rather the taxes not." Be that's based. pretty remarkable in Lucas, Texas. It's pretty yeah. Bad. I, I know from experience, like my friends, my Wi-Fi is very spotty. Yeah. yeah, and Jackson's my friends, all the way in Lucas. Yeah. So. My my friends like out in the wherever in Lucas, I'll be playing rainbow with them, and we'll be in like a rank match, and they'll be in like a one v one clutch situation, and all of a sudden their doorbell rings, and they got a ring, so they're like checking on their phone or whatever, and their ping skyrockets up to a thousand, and their game crashes, and then we lose. So like, yeah, exactly. It's so, annoying. Long story short, we should have voted for the internet improvements. I'm sorry, Harper. You told me not to get political. Here. <laughs> here I am bringing up the biggest issue we're the nation right now the internet in lucas texas yeah when i'm when i'm president of the united states at some point that will be my platform my yeah. one and only platform will be fixing if, the internet in okay, lucas texas what if i just make that my mayor platform when i run it's, it's, just, pretty, it's pretty solid I, I, th I think it might work honestly yeah. it, you'll have you'll have the youth vote for sure yeah not my vote yeah there we go all right that's three how many do we need to win I can't vote for you. Four. I can't vote for you either. Is there like an electoral college? Electoral like college. The Allen, Allen gets more votes than the Lucas because Allen is bigger. 
I don't know. I, I mean, uh, but I do come from a family with some mayoral campaign experience as uh, my dad, when he was in high school, decided that it would be fun if he ran for mayor of Lubbock. And uh, he put it like, he went and like, he saw a thing in the newspaper. It was like mayoral elections coming up soon. And he was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. So he does as high schoolers do. And he goes and he signs himself up for it. Cause he was 18. It was legal. He could do it. And um, so he's, he's listed on the, in, among the candidates in the newspaper and, you know, on the day that, you know, the primaries or I don't know how mayoral elections work, but um, he's amongst the, the larger group of candidates. Wait, you're my campaign manager and you don't know this stuff? I'll figure it out before we get there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it'll, it'll come together. Don't worry about it. But, um, and so he comes home one day, his mom's sitting at the kitchen table and there's a newspaper in the middle of it. And she says, Dial, what's this? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's right here, you're running for mayor. <laughs> and so long story short, he did not run for mayor, even though it's my personal opinion that he would have won. <laughs> Wait, here's the question. What happens if he wins? Well, he, he was going to go to Texas Tech, which is also in Lubbock. So he would have just been running, this, running the city <laughs> from Tech. And I mean, he was, he was going to get all the votes from high schoolers in Lubbock that are eligible to vote because like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> all the votes from college students that are eligible to vote in Lubbock because why not? Why not? <laughs> and that's probably enough. <laughs> and like, I think it's like his parents, like, in the community they were such like well respected and like buttoned up people and stuff like that they like you know they could do no wrong in the community and then they go to church that sunday everybody's like hey dial i see you're running for mayor that's awesome congratulations man and his mom's like no no he's not no he's not and, and so then like later that week he had to go in to the, like, the newspaper's office and issue a retracting a retraction speech or uh, and like resign from the race or whatever the term is and um withdraw he had to issue yeah. the withdrawal speech and uh he has he has a picture of it somewhere and, oh man he's like you know i didn't understand the seriousness of the race and like come on like you're the mayor what do mayors do i don't know no one knows it can't be it can't be that hard a high schooler can totally do it <laughs> Yep, that's that's my question. Is he'd be? I mean, he'd also be bringing in probably a pretty nice salary as a Texas Tech student as a mayor. So, (laughs) especially back then, that would have totally paid for paid for college. Yeah, because back then it was like three dollars an hour for class, like for a credit hour, three dollars for credit hour, and now it's like X hundred dollars for per credit. It's so much money, but. So much money. So much money. College is so expensive. But um but yeah, he could have totally like that would have made college free, basically, if he was the mayor. Because I don't how long how long are mayoral terms? Four years or two uh, years? I think it might be two. He could have he could have won again. He could have won again. I, I Dial for re election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I guess we have that to look forward to. We summer. we certainly do. Preparation for a, a mayor like do do you know if you'll have an opponent? When is the election? I think there may or may not be an incumbent. I don't know. I think our mayor right now is great. So I, I don't I don't know how I'd feel about like as a joke. Like I don't want to be seen as disrespectful, but at the same time, just why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's honestly not a terrible like campaign slogan and stuff too. Like why not now? You know? Why not us? Well, yeah. Why not us? Why not now? And then like it either goes really well or it's like in Parks and Rec with yeah. Ice Town. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think that should be your first order of business is building an enormous ice rink. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Become mayor of a city in Texas, and you're like, we're just leaning into hockey, <laughs> hockey and ice skating. That's Dallas our- Stars went to the cup, and we are leaning into it. Yeah, it feels okay. like '99, baby. <laughs> Those new terms they made. Those are hideous. The, oh, the oh. green, the neon. So bad. Oh, they're so bad. I don't see why anybody likes those. Okay, but have y'all seen the reverse retros coming out? Yeah. No. Okay, I saw the notification. I haven't checked them out yet, but obviously the that. ducks. The ducks are using the uh, um, mighty ducks jerseys. Oh, I got to check this out. Yeah. Uh, so 
they haven't released they haven't fully released any jerseys but some have been leaked but every nhl team is getting a modified vintage jersey for this season as a four that's great yeah it really is like even vegas the golden knights to have one that was released they've been a team for like four years where it's like it looks retro but they've never actually worn it or something like that they just used their alternate logo and put it on the main and they just flipped them yeah that's gonna be nice yeah i'm looking yeah. forward to it yeah and then i don't know if y'all have seen the nba jerseys that have been leaking some of those look the uh phoenix suns one was oh, this, really did cool see the, did you see the uh the picture too because the shorts are on them are also great yes yes yeah. oh memphis i want the john morant grizzlies jersey the oh, new yeah. one the early 2000s throwback? Yeah. Black? Yeah. Wait, which one? Wait, which one is it? It's black, but it still has the teal and the red, but it's mainly black. Are you talking yeah. about one or the Vancouver one? I'm not talking about the Vancouver one. Yeah. But then, did you see the San Antonio one? They're using the Fiesta colors? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I, oh. Yes. The Spurs are like my second team. I'm a Bucks guy, but like the Spurs, I've always been like a closet Spurs fan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm super excited they're going to use, like, the, the Fiesta colors because people have been begging for that for ages, and now they're actually going to – now when they're bad, they're going to do it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And then, honestly, like, I know Miami's doing another variation of the Vice jersey, but kind of sick of those, to be perfectly honest. it's I feel like it's played out. Like, it is. Like, it was cool when they did it the first couple – like, the first two times, I was like, yeah, all right. And now, just, you know, it doesn't do it for me. But – but yeah, uh, San Antonio is good. Phoenix is good. Uh, the Dallas one was interesting. It's white and gold. Um, I think it's like for the 40th anniversary of the franchise or something like that, because oh, that'll okay. be that'll be this season, um, and like that's like the golden anniversary or something like that. But uh, yeah, a lot of those have been coming up. I think the Bucks are gonna have a blue jersey, which will be interesting. And did y'all see the Nets? The Nets jersey is so bad. It's based on like the st- the work of some artist from Brooklyn, and oh. it's questionable, questionable at best. But you know, like I don't know, maybe it'll maybe it'll look better on the actual athletes. But yeah, so Sam, which one is it? The Net- oh, it's the blue and red. Yeah, the Boston yeah. jersey. Yeah, I think it wouldn't be that bad, but like the color scheme is weird. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's like a bait for those who don't. It's like a baby blue and a bright red, like a baby blue jersey and right bright red like text. Oh no no, no that's that's the throwback one. I'm talking about the. Uh, that's just like the one they wore in the '80s, which I love. I love that jersey. But um, really, yeah. There's another think- one that uh, it's black and it like it looks like it was written on and like by hand. Just look up like Nets Basquiat jersey. B a s q u i q u i a t. B a s Basquiat, bro. I love that guy. He had some great art. Yeah. Yes. I did he's, not know it was until He's very time. dead, so I think it's kind of interesting. He's just he's from Brooklyn, and they're, they, you know. What they're, are these? They're weird. They're in the 80s. They look like they were made by a fourth grader. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. I, I, okay. I, I like that. I'm not crazy about it. I, I'm not either. They should have done like a Captain America. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn theme or something. <laughs> yeah. They've done okay. like Dodgers jerseys before for the Nets, which is kind of weird because the Dodgers are in LA now. But, you know. And Jackson, are the left jerseys I've seen like on Instagram, is that any different than Ohio State? Like, aren't those literally the Ohio State jerseys? Yeah, they're literally the Ohio State yeah. jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alan uses the Ohio State fight song. So, really? Yeah. Really? Hey up. Hey up. Also, Texas has a big connection to Ohio, Ohio, if you can tell. Yeah, it's some have called it the Ohio of the South. Yeah. (laughs) It's a compliment, I swear. That would be so depressing if that's what they called (laughs) it. You're not the Ohio. You're the Ohio of the South. You don't even get the title of Ohio. Where where would the Ohio of the South be? Uh, Somewhere in like... I think like in like the intersection of like Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi. No, Mexico, New Mexico is cool. Mexico is like it has good nature and stuff. How it doesn't have. To. I, I think you'd have to say Arkansas. Mississippi, 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 Mississippi. I'd yeah. say it's, somewhere it's, in like the top of Mississippi because what's in the top of Mississippi? I've never what's been in there. Mississippi? Poverty. Poverty. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. Mississippi is my Mississippi is like in my ranking of worst states, Mississippi is number one. And in my ranking of best states, Mississippi is number fifty. <laughs> You, Funny how that works. Uh, you, that's kind of your hill to die on. You, it is. Really, I had okay. somebody defend it to me one time, and I was like, there's nothing you can like name a positive. You know, while we're on the topic of that, how about that the other night we were eating dinner, and you whipped out the Australian, Australian accent. accent. Yes. And we that was great teamwork. It was a spot-on accent, and I was really egging the guys on. <laughs> and I started laughing at one point. They're like, you're just messing with me because – uh, you're laughing, Benj. And I was like, no, I'm only laughing because it's so disrespectful that you don't believe them. And then they were like really serious. I'm like, oh, what part of Australia? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, because I was Some we were eating dinner work. in one of the uh, dining halls and these guys are talking to Benj and he goes, oh, have you met my, my roommate? He's Australian. And I had been talking to somebody else in the voice that I normally speak in, which is the one that y'all are hearing right now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're doing this. So I switched over to my accent, which I've been known to do. And some people have said it's pretty good. So, but I was like, good on here. I'm from uh, Alice Springs, Australia. And, uh, and I started, you know, I talked to him for a little bit like that. And they were like, oh, that's so crazy. You're from Australia. Like, and they asked me about stuff. And I like, I have, I have a backstory. Like I, I prepared, I'm prepared to do that whenever and wherever. Where are you from? Alice Springs. Who? Alice Springs. Where even is that? It's in the middle. Um, and it's about 20 Are you from nowhere, Australia. Yeah. It's about 20,000 people. It's about 23 hours from Sydney. Um, how far from Perth? Even further. I think where's Perth. I don't even know. What it's Perth on the is. other side. It's the people only don't ask, city. People don't ask about the... Perth. People I only ask. Oh yeah. So like, you no, know, I know somebody <laughs> from Perth. Go, oh, where have you Crazy. been? And if they say they've been to Ayers Rock or Uluru, whichever one you prefer to call it. Uh, Alice Springs is about like three hours from that so then I'm like oh okay then you might know where Alice Springs is but typically they have it so I'm like oh yeah it's really far from Sydney so we would go like uh, like a couple times a year or whatever but uh I mean I've done it I've done it in professional things too like I did an entire college tour in the accent at the University of Missouri um and there were days when I at a certain place that I used to work where I would do the accent there and parents would be like you're from Australia that's so crazy um and maybe at some point I'll do an episode of the pod in an Australian accent. Oh, but for sure, yes. But it's not going to be today. It might not be for a few episodes because y'all y'all will know about it. But um, on that note, and in the interest of time, we've got to wrap this episode up. So you know, uh, like we say every week, we love interacting with y'all. So follow us, uh, follow the pod on Twitter at Bermuda Pod and at Bermuda Triangle Pod on Instagram. And do y'all have anything for the listeners before we wrap for this week? Sounds good. I love you all very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, we love you too, really Jackson. Terrific. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you Thanks for coming for on. Here. And yes. for all of y'all out there, stay frosty. We'll see you next week.